Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we are talking about being stuck, and we are in episode four of that conversation. We hope you enjoy. Slowing down gives space between the thing that made you the 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 thing that made you respond or angry or whatever that emotion is to when you choose to act is giving more space in between those two things instead of reacting like a, like if a sports analogy is like I don't think about how I respond to catch a ball that's thrown at me I just catch it. Mm-hmm. Because it's physical response, not thinking about it, it just naturally happens. You do it enough, you can do it faster and faster, and that's why, that's why we look up to athletes because they're doing something physical that's amazing. Because their response and react, their reaction time is so fast. But yeah. giving space in relationships, making this real um, and honest, is when someone says something to you and you feel that rage pop up or that pain or hurt or misunderstanding, something and in, some injustice has been done to you instead of lashing out right away, giving space and asking, it's like, why am I actually upset about this? Are the things that they said true? Are they actually aimed at me or are they upset about something else? Yeah. What am I, what am I really angry about? And then is that something that this, that I need to address now? Is this something that I can sit in? Is it just, I do not, you do not have to respond to every single thing that comes at you. You don't have to. You don't have to pick up the phone every time it rings. You don't have to engage in every conversation. We should be kind and respectful, but we do not have to engage in everything that comes at us. We don't have to meet people where they're at with anger. Yep. If someone if someone lashes out at you or you feel like they're attacking you, you don't have to respond with attacks. That's what slowing down is. It's that self-controlled, uh, Christ-centered mindset of not rising to the, the amount of rage or indignation or whatever it is, enragement that someone else is. Yeah. And that takes time. It takes time, which means we need to slow down. So when we're feeling stuck, hopeless, judgmental, there's a sense of dread. There's no way out. Um, we have to first slow down. The second thing I think we need to do is start to take inventory. I just wrote down, take inventory. Hmm. What do I mean by that? I think, you know, one way I've really started to practice doing that with the help of my, my coach, um, the last couple of years is doing a lot of writing. Um, and typically we think of writing, it's like, I might say, and we need a journal or whatever. I don't care what you call it, but I, I know that what's been really helpful in science has proven this and how our brains work is, um, I've just tried to make a habit of, 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 of writing and processing my thoughts and my beliefs and, and everything else. But, but not only that, but especially in the moments where we feel stuck, that when those thoughts start to race, when we start telling ourselves a story, hey, you know, there's no other way. Um, here's all the things that are wrong. Here's all the things that you're doing that aren't good. You know, that sense of dread, all's lost. Whenever that script starts to play in our minds, um, what I've tried to do is, is again, slow down, first of all, like we said, and then secondly, take inventory. And for me, what that's looked like often is write. Just type, you know, I'll open Evernote on my phone, or if I've got my computer, I'll open my computer and just literally start writing the thoughts I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And then I'll start to read. I'll write it all out and then I'll read it. And oftentimes just that exercise is so helpful for me because in the rereading what I'm writing, one, I feel better because I got all those thoughts out of my head. They're on paper now. There's something that happens there too that I'm just like, okay, it's out. Here it is. Mm. And then when I read it, oftentimes what happens is I, I'm, I'm left with this feeling of, I don't really believe this is true most of the time. And just that act in and of itself is, is, is pretty helpful. You know, um, these thoughts, these, these things that are going through my head and heart, like, do I, do, are they actually, do I actually believe this? So if the story I'm telling myself is like, oh my gosh, you blew it. You know, this is all going to go to crap. You're, this is all bad. Heart starts, you know, getting tight heart, you know, heart starts racing, chest gets tight. All that stuff is happening. I'm going to like, just react. I'm going to call that person. I'm going to whatever. If I slow down and if I write it all out, oftentimes what I find is, you know what? This isn't as big of a deal as I was making it. And there's a way through this. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with part five in our conversation. We'll see you then.